0: December 14, 2003, it's a Watt from Pedro show. From Pedro Show, December Fourteenth, Two Thousand Three. Uh, that was the Reactionaries. Well, we start with John Coltrane, Stellar Regions, an alternate take from that record, and then right there was um, Tony gets wasted in Pedro by the Reactionaries in uh, nineteen seventy nine. Basically, the Minuteman, Dee Boone, Georgie, and myself, with Martin Tamburevich singing. It was four piece. So, um, kind of going to dedicate this show to Martin. I learned last night after the gig that last week he'd been living up in San Francisco for the last 15 years or so. Yeah, you know, Pedro boy, born and raised here, but moved to San Francisco in the late '80s. Um. Well, I uh, was told last night he, he died last week. Passed away from an illness pretty quickly. And kind of heavy for me. Martin, along uh, with Dee Boone and myself, started New Alliance Records. 1980, part of the reactionaries, like I said. Just a dear friend, and uh, only 45 years old. Uh, Quite sad. So, um, Martin, this is for you. Uh, This is the first record we put out as New Alliance, a compilation called cracks in the sidewalk and he has a song on here called sharp corners a lot from pedro show
1: so bold, you were so
2: true You could tell the weather and what was in front of you The world was so different when the gale was in misery And you broke men's hearts who were loyal to chivalry You were known as the pirate queen In the 16th century loyal to the green the gift a woman who took charge in a restless nation your name was known afar grace they all knew your face from Galway Rome to Spain you traded everything from prayers to dangerous men no prisoners and the world belonged to you when the Seahorse is called to you The sails are filled again No horizon was too far for you Your galleons and your men But did you feel alone When your heart troubled you Elizabeth and her cold fired storm And hope they close the gates to you No shelter through the wall You took the hostage child Left them with regret Now daily hospitality They never will forget When the white sea horses is cold to you The sails are filled again You feel alone When your heart troubled you You took the leather and lace And brought back port wine You smuggled Scottish cattle glass They were spears in the English spine You held more in the man's world Than a man could wish to hold And you sailed into history
0: From Pedro's show. Uh, That was Slivers. Slivers was a band in the early 80s. With uh, Martin Timbervich on sax. But it was really. um, Greg Hurley's band. Greg Hurley. The younger brother of George Hurley. And uh, they had a couple other cats in the band too. Um, Maybe Bob. Keyboard and Rick Wilder on drums, I think, which was Martin's cousin. Yeah, the info is kind of scant on these guys.
1: Early days.
0: (laughs) And I can't remember so well. So I, I apologize. I apologize for that. Uh, before the slivers well, anyway, that was a song called sport off the chunks compilation which was actually the um, Third record that we put out First one was uh tracks in the sidewalk, and I think the second one was Yeah uh, Can't remember I know the fourth one was uh, Joy, Minuteman EP. Seventh one was uh, "Land Speed record. naro 2 I that one was.
1: How many did you guys total that?
0: I think 34. I think the Dose album was the last one. Heronokon Dose, the second do- uh, Dose record. Anyway, before Slivers, we had uh, The White Seahorse by Ken O'Malley. And then before that, we had Plebes, with a song called Change. Plebes was a band Martin had with uh, Ken Starkey and Gino Pusta, two uh, Pedro guys. And they put out a uh, four-song, 7-inch on New Alliance. Yeah, this that was number 11. They put that in '82. That was 20 years ago. Twenty-one years ago. And uh, Plebes, pretty intense band. They used a drum machine. Radio Shack one, I think, I had two or three settings. And uh, uh, pretty trippy. I remember doing a gig at Croatia Hall, and they played before us and got the crowd so wound uh, that they, they threw everything they had. We only got a couple songs, yeah. <laughs> This is after racing down from next gig. Should be some wild times. First time Krishna. we played the uh, <laughs> played the uh, Roxy, and here we go. We had a chance to do a gig in our own town, so we raced down to get all this, and the plebes fired people up. I mean, those were Square Johns. Uh-huh. They were a jock kind of new wave. Yeah, I remember when we came in the club; they were playing Turning Japanese.
1: Yeah, those days in Pedro, it was like oldies. That's yeah, so all people dig the oldies.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're what? They were 18, 19 years old. And it was... I mean, I don't mean to make fun, but damn, is it easy to. <laughs> it was, and I was in a cast because I just had knee surgery, so motherfuckers, or whatever, dissatisfied <laughs> folks... Um, you know, throwing glasses at me and ice. And yeah, was man, I was and There'd
1: be a few inches of beer on the floor. And oh, yeah.
0: Goes. Oh, yeah. bunch of clowns. I mean, you know, <laughs> it wasn't just them. There was a lot of pads. That stuff happened to us. But that's one I remember in particular with the plebes. And now, I mean, if anybody's still around from those, uh, listen to this show or whatever from those days and, who later went on to get, like uh, open their horizons and other music, so you should consider yourself kind of fortunate because it was quite an event for Pedro <laughs> back in 1980, 81, whatever. Uh, before Plebes, we had uh, Duke Ellington. This record he did with uh, Charles Mingus and uh, Max Roach called Money Jungle, and that's a song called Backward Country Blues. Pretty wild. And we started off with... Uh, Me Too a song uh, Martin uh, Timbervich wrote that I played on it and uh, uh, some other cats did too maybe Dee Boone I can't remember but that's from Cracks in the Sidewalk the first uh, record uh, we put out as a company very inspired by SSD and you know them putting out Nervous Breakdown and stuff like that so uh, we wanted to be right in on that what's this uh, Slivers is 002 <laughs> okay that was the second New Alliance record <laughs> four chunks Slivers we'll be playing some more Slivers in fact uh, coming right up what from Pedro show <laughs> What from Pedro Show? How was Jucifer with uh, Model Year Blowout? Before that, Jenny by Slater Kenny. Reason to Quar- Cry by Lucinda Williams. Before that, sorry for the stuttering. Uh, we started out with um, First Side of the Slivers EP. Uh, three songs rearranging, me, and questions. That was Greg Hurley singing and on the Apple Sizer, which was like a plastic apple with a microphone attached to it and a marble inside they'd shake around going through a phase shifter. So. <laughs> Martin on the sax. Uh, Rick Wilder on the drums. And I think Bob, God, I can't remember his last name on the organ. Um, that was N-A-R-O-O-2. That's the second record we put out. And, uh, well, let me play the other side. More slivers here on The Watt from Pedro Show.
3: shine right honeysuckle mingle Moscow night never say goodbye never say goodbye sweet divine I may dream honestly Moscow's prayer
0: Say goodbye A lot from Peter show?
1: In stereo
0: Yeah, sorry about that Uh, Rocky Erickson there Never say goodbye uh, Before that we had Rip Rig and Panic With Shadows Only There Because of the Sun uh, as you hear the set list paper get flipped over. Uh, a live version of Loose from the Stooges. Uh, just last month at Long Beach at the Altamara's Party Festival. First song of the gig. It's a pretty intense gig. My ma saw it. Maybe I <laughs> said that last time. My ma came to the gig last night. Cool. Saw a Dose. Uh, Nels played before us with uh, Norton Wisdom on painting cool just guitar and painting yeah it was wild just the two of them yeah Oh, bitch. great uh, <coughs> something else Nels Klein right before that Nels recorded with me he's doing this song for this compilation uh, for uh, this record coming out of Mobile and uh, Talia and her friend Sheila I think they were at the show at the end last, uh, last time. Uh, we did it. I put on bass and drums. You know, I use a machine drum. Can't play drum set in a pad. So uh, we put the song together, and then Nels came in and overdubbed these tense guitar parts. Very proud of him, Nels Klein. Very original. He just wrote a suite for this project he's got called Blue Mid. I think they did it last week live, but he's going to record it too, he told me. Uh, remarkable man on the guitar, yeah. truly. And it was great that all the folks came out to support the kids at the uh, Benefit last night. Kira was great. I did okay. Played a little orange <laughs> bass.
1: <laughs> we have some more Benefit happening next Saturday for Burrito Day and the birthday.
0: That's right. Burrito Day. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, it's on my birthday and then D Piazzas. Please go jam with us. It's gonna be trace. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, end of the first hour, December 14, thousand three version of Watt from Pedro show. Um, hang tight, please, for the second hour coming up real soon. December 14, thousand three. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. From Pedro show. That's uh, Papa Woody, which is uh, Woody Alpinop's band. A song called Light Years. Um, we start off the second hour with Albert Eiler doing When the Saints Come Marching In. And now I'm uh, pleased to tell you we got Brother Matt in the Spin Cycle coming up next. Yahoo! He-
4: el agua está caliente.
5: Thank <laughs>
3: seven aprils are seducted at a time the least of these removed reluctantly subdued that i might find rose water in my cup but don't let up and don't let on lime green pouring over furrows in the brow, occasional response, yet what I really want is losing what I've concealed in here, oh it's not mine, but don't let on. Makes a better letter, why not write it at the fair? You tell her what you got, then she dismissed the thought of rear. You could to see her nest awaits. Whatever comes, but don't let on.
0: show whoa what's wrong with the mic the cable i gotta fix that uh mic jack there Ah, uh, that was the flesh tones doing a james brown song don't be a dropout remember the flesh tones really funny cabaret oh man no wonder it sounded so funky you had all the eq turned down brother man <sighs> Well, my fault for not paying attention.
1: That's like a, just that one one now. Uh, no, it was the,
0: it was the record the when board. I played the uh, yeah. Red Crayola. You guys aren't supposed to hear that. That's, that's supposed to be talk amongst yeah. ourselves. Anyway, if, you, if the Red Crayola sounded no, kind of no weird, now it. we know why. There was like no bass or treble.
1: We heard that part before. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a week recording. It was a week facilitating of the delivery of the sounds. <clears throat> the record was done in the 60s, though, but it sounded a lot better than what you heard. Uh, before Fleshtones, we had Sonny Vinson with Busted. Scott Ashton toured with Sonny Vinson. Uh told me he, they played in Croatia. Oh,
5: yeah.
0: And he got. They ate at some chow pad there, and it was like during the war. And uh, he was sick for two years. Oh. Yeah. And before Sonny Vincent, we had 5'8, uh, Athens, Georgia, via uh, New York State, man. with And I don't give a damn. And uh, right after Brother Matt's spin cycle, very good spin. Cool, thanks. Cycling, day primer. Brother Matt for uh anyway we played the red crayola off there uh god bless the red crayola and all at sail with her song called dearth of tilth so has joined us hi it's been a long time well you were here for a little bit last week huh i came late yeah well um uh, she learned a new word <laughs> meme <laughs> you folks know about memes right ideas Thought of as viruses, you know, mutating, spreading, infecting, maybe even enlightening, hopefully, inspiring. inspiring? Okay. Or destroying. Yeah. It's Stifling. But it's, uh, we're at the end of the second hour of the Wat for Pedro show, December fourteenth, two thousand and three edition. Uh, folks, please hang tight for hour three. December 14, 2003. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. Here's um, Jack. part three of the incredible adventures of Jack Flanders. Yes. Watt from Pedro Show.
6: And now for today's thrilling adventure Beyond the Murple Mountains. Mm-hmm. Our hero, Jack Flanders, received a mysterious package. A large, overstuffed, green velvet chair. When Jack sat in the chair, he found himself in another realm where great three-masted flying ships sailed the skies. Jack has met his old friends, Little Frida and Dr. Missoula. They sailed deep into the interiors of this strange world. It was here, in the thick jungles of Zambura, they discovered the ancient scrolls in the Lost Temple of the Moon. As they were deciphering the scrolls, Jack simply faded away, finding himself back in his living room. It's now the following evening. Jack paces the room.
7: It's almost midnight. I've got to get back there. I have to know if this is actually happening or or if I'm going crazy. Am I going crazy? Midnight. The chair. It's becoming alive. It's drawing me to it again. All right. I'll sit. This, this other room is swaying.
6: There's someone standing there. On the other side of the living room, a figure takes shape. A little girl with pigtails. With her comes the rest of the scene. It's no longer the arm of the velvet chair his hand rests upon, but instead the wooden rail of a sky galleon. Jack looks down Attached to the sides of the ship are wings Slowly rising and falling as the ship moves through the sky I'm back on board the Blue Swallow It's night The stars are brilliant Reaching to the horizons And above is the Milky Way Like a bowl of celestial tapioca pudding spilled across the sky
7: Little Frida.
8: Hello, Jack I kind of figured you'd come back.
7: What are you doing?
8: Nothing. Just thinking about the universe. Oh,
7: God, the stars are really bright tonight. Yeah. Look at the Milky Way. It's out of this world.
8: <laughs> That's our galaxy. They say it's shaped like a lens, about a hundred thousand light years across and twenty thousand thick at the center. We're kind of at the edge. About 30,000 light-years from the center, where it's only 3,000 light-years thick.
7: Huh. Why is that over there, you see? Why is that sort of like a luminous fog?
8: That's because the stars are so crowded. Yeah? Yeah. That's Sagittarius. Got clouds of stars. So close, you can't even count them. Just think. Every one of them is a sun. Probably like ours, more or less. It may have planets like ours, more or less. Hmm. Some of those fuzzy little puffs out there are whole separate galaxies.
7: You mean that one fuzzy puff could be a galaxy as big as the Milky Way?
8: Sure. Our galaxy has about a hundred billion stars. Over there, that's the Andromeda Nebula. It's 2.3 million light years away. It's a galaxy. They figure it's even bigger than ours. And over there, sort of looks like they broke loose, the Magellanic Clouds. They're really satellite galaxies. They're a lot smaller. Maybe only six billion stars. Hmm. But one of them has one of the brightest stars there is. It's about 600,000 times brighter than our sun.
7: I take it you often spend your evenings like this out on deck.
8: Yeah, over there is the star cluster. You think it's just a little round, fuzzy star. But if you look close, like in the great Hercules cluster, you can have a 100,000 stars in there, or even a million.
7: Wow. <laughs> really makes me feel important.
8: Yeah, you're pretty insignificant, all right.
7: Thanks. I wonder how Dr. Mazur is coming along deciphering those scrolls.
8: Okay, I guess.
7: Oh, is he on board?
8: Well, sure. He's even set up a laboratory in his cabin. He's in there all the time.
7: Hmm. Do you know where we're headed?
8: At the port. Oh. We have one stopped first. It's over there, the Murple Mountains. It's beyond that. Uh-huh. Well, I think I'll say goodnight.
7: Oh, I'm, I'm still wide awake.
8: Well, when Captain Swallow finds you on board, he'll toss you in the galley with the cook again. So I think you should get some sleep.
7: Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, good night, little Frida.
8: You could try, um, counting sheep, Jack.
7: One. Two. Three. did you? Captain Swallow. Oh. I, I I, didn't jump ship, honestly. I I, I faded away.
4: Oh, you faded away. Yes. And now you're faded back.
7: Well, yes, sort of.
4: I took you on as cook's helper, did I well, yeah, y- y-
7: Yes, but, but I, I, I didn't... I got
4: a little secret for you. You do? When my crew awakes, they like them all. In chow, and if you don't feed them pronto, they be eating the salt of this uh, ship, sir uh, hey? I I see. No, get out of that boat. Yow!
9: Ow! Get a move on. Aye aye. Yay!
6: <laughs> Jack dresses and hurries to the ship's galley.
9: Ah, oh, most strange area. Beyond Maple Mountain is numerous islands. Peoples known as Cloud Gypsy River Islands.
7: Cloud Gypsy.
9: irons are fraught, you see. Oh. In the sky.
7: The islands float in the sky.
9: Ah, so. In a virtual archipelago.
7: Why are we going
9: there? Pick up cargo of sheep. Sheep? Special kind of sheep live on floating island.
7: Well, I'll bite. Why are they special?
9: No need to bite. Sheep have wings. Wing? Wings.
7: The sheep have wings?
9: Ah, so.
6: Flying sheep? Why not? Sure, why not? Late in the afternoon, the Blue Swallow crosses the high range known as the Murple Mountains. And sure enough, there, scattered across the sky, are at least a hundred tiny islands floating just below the clouds. Amazing. The sails are trimmed. The Blue Swallow glides above the floating archipelago and then slowly settles down, mooring at the largest of these odd little islands.
8: Captain Swallow says we'll spend a night here.
6: Cloud gypsies, hmm.
8: Yeah, they'll use any excuse to celebrate. Boy, they'll be whooping it up tonight. Hmm. See you later. Hmm.
7: Excuse me. Yep. Hey, uh, aren't you old far seeing art? Yep. You worked for my aunt back at Inverness? Yep. Oh, uh, what are you doing up here? Retired. A sheep farmer? Could say that, yep. i oh, be. It's, it's amazing that, that we should meet in this place. Yep.
10: Say, you want to learn something? Sure. What? Far seeing. Huh? Come on, I'll show you.
7: Hmm, there's a hawk circling way up there. I bet he can see really far. Wait a minute. Is that it? Is that the art of far-seeing?
10: Yeah, that's oh. it. You see a long way from
7: up there. Can you teach me art?
10: Yeah, but you got to strip down. What? Well, you can leave your skivvies on if you want, but you take everything else off.
7: Oh, Oh uh, okay wh- what are you going to do?
10: I'll rub this stuff on you.
7: What is that sage? No. Some kind of herb.
10: Yeah. You'll find the same place sage grows.
6: Well, it sure smells like sage.
10: Come on, get your clothes off. Okay, there. okay.
6: <laughs> Old Art crushes the leaves in his palm and rubs Jack's body with the strong smelly herb.
7: Uh, <laughs> hey,
6: aren't the tickles? He's engulfed by the fumes of the herb. His skin tingles. A gentle, calming effect settles in.
10: Hmm. All right. Now, you see that hawk up there? Mm -hmm. Now, you watch him closely. Mm -hmm. Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. But you keep watching him. Mm -hmm. Now, you bring him in closer. Mm -hmm. Closer. Come on, you can do it. That's it. Now you slide on into the back of his head. That's easy on in
7: there. Right.
10: Now he knows you're in there and he don't like it.
7: Yeah, I can feel that.
10: Now, look out to its eyes. Good grief. That's
7: something, ain't it? Wow. I can see for miles and miles. Everything, even beyond the range of mountains, the plains and rivers beyond. Everything is so distinct, so clear. I I can even see the movement of small creatures on the ground, way out in the distance. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going into a dive. Oh, God. I'm bailing out. So long. Uh.
10: Open your eyes. That was incredible. Yeah. I me mean, next time. You, you just go ahead with that dive. you give me quite a thrill.
6: Dusk approaches. Jack looks out across the drifting islands, and there, crossing the rose-tinted twilight is a sleek three-masted galleon, its great wings slowly rising and falling like a strange bird silhouetted against the dying light. As the ship draws closer, we see it's decked with colors, rows of flags, crazily crisscrossing like rainbow webs spun by cosmic spiders, lazily flapping, brightly colored, except one. Uh-huh. A simple black-and-white grinning skull. My God, it's... It's a pirate ship. Yep,
7: but but why all the flags?
10: It's her flagship.
7: Who? You can see her standing there. Where?
6: There, still as carved ebony, she stands. Good grief!
7: It it is her.
6: Jack's jaw drops, for he's staring at the pirate queen herself, mercilessly cruel and awesomely beautiful. The Black Mona Lisa. From across the islands, the cloud gypsies wave and shout.
4: Good Lord, she, she's firing! Here, yeah. watch out! Look, look out! Doc, doc! Ah.
6: Oh. Uh, she, she didn't hit anything.
7: No, just saying hello.
6: Oh, night falls. The islands idly drift with the soft night breeze. Off to the west, flashes of sheet lightning ignite the sky yeah,
10: gypsy girl, little lightning over there, a stone,, uh, not for a while hmm. cricket well, yeah. birds like it up here too.
7: Who is she talking to? The fire. She's talking to the fire.
10: Hmm. Come on, I'll show you something. Sit down. Wow. You know, we use the fire to communicate to others. What others? Oh, people across the island sometimes, spirits sometimes. She can do that? I taught her. Is, is she all right? Have a look, huh? In the fire. Oh.
7: all it. Right. <coughs> it was so strange, little Frida. It's like a vision. I don't know if it was induced by the gypsy girl or what, but Missoula dying? Does it mean anything? I don't know. (sighs) Well... mm, I think I'm going to sleep out here tonight, under the stars.
8: Captain Swallow says they'll be loading the ship with sheep early tomorrow.
6: Well, I'll be up early.
8: Good night, Jack.
10: Good night, little Frida.
6: Jack sleeps, and Dr. Mazula, in his laboratory aboard the ship, works through the night. (laughs) Meanwhile, over in the direction of the Murple Mountains, the seven bloody Snark brothers, the most bloodthirsty pirates in the realm, converse in their strange pirate tongue. Sharky Snark introduces the seven bloody brothers...
4: I be Sharky Snark. I be sharky Sharky. <laughs> Introducing from the port to starboard, we have Salty Snark. I. Snarty Snark. I. Sneaky Snark. I. Squeaky Snark. I. And Shrieky Snark. I. Stubby Snark. Aye. Snotty Snark. And last, and probably least. Snakey Snark.
5: <laughs>
4: well, all together now? We be the seven bloody Snark Brothers. Hi. <laughs> and what are we here for? Get Jack
11: Flanders!
6: <laughs> a distant tinkling of bells and a chorus of bass awakens Jack.
7: Oh. Oh. My God. What a dream.
6: It's morning. High above, a hawk searches for breakfast.
7: Hmm. I think I'll try a little far-seeing this morning.
6: Jack strips down to his skiddies. He rubs a strange herb upon his body. The scent is strong, reminding him of sage. Hmm. He resumes his meditative position. His attention is drawn to a larger bird far off toward the horizon. Oh, it's an eagle. A gradual change takes place. It's as though the fumes of this strange herb had greased his soul. He slips out through the top of his head, moving rapidly through space, zeroing in on the bird. But as he nears... wait this is no ordinary bird he tries to stop to put on the brakes but his momentum carries him on and he tumbles right into the mind of
7: a Fromburg
6: oh no the great winged reptile is enraged by Jack's brazen intrusion into his mind the Fromburg's fierce anger suddenly grips Jack shaking him mercilessly and flings him back out into space he spins over and over disoriented he can't find his body
7: Where's my body?
6: But the attraction to his body is strong. Oh. 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 Oh, oh no. Damn it. That, that thing is...
7: It's coming for me.
6: Screeching down toward the floating island comes the mighty frombor. Uh-oh. Jack dives over the edge. And whoosh, wham, rip, the frombor takes a chunk of the island as it passes. Falling beneath, Jack's foot catches in a root. Let go! Let go! He slips oh! and dangles there, upside down. Oh, no. Here it comes again. Gracefully, the great-winged creature glides up to Jack. It stops, grasping the underside of the island, and hangs there, upside down, staring into Jack's eyes. Uh. Okay. I thought you were a...
7: Uh... A feathered friend. I-, I beg your pardon. Venus. Venus.
3: Velvet.
7: Velvet. Venus, Velvet. Never
4: mind. Them thunderheads be moving in. Get a move on.
7: Uh, uh, Captain Swallow.
4: Oh, God, not you.
7: uh, When I was far-seeing before, I saw over there three ships.
4: Where did you learn the art to far-see?
7: From an old friend of mine, old far-seeing art.
4: Old far... Who be pulling on me, Gibby?
7: No, sir. I, I saw three ships.
6: I, I think they're pirates. Listen
4: to me, pipe. Get in there and outload them sheep!
6: The short winged sheep are loaded into the hold of the ship. The cloud gypsies wave a fond farewell as the sky galleon gets underway. Meanwhile, back in the pirates' cove, Snaky Snark is speaking.
4: First, or the plank will be the feisty old Fort (sighs) Captain Swallow.
11: Captain Swallow!
5: (laughs) Follow and
4: swallow will be the crew. Even the sheeps will walk the plank.
11: The sheeps!
6: (laughs) And in Dr. Missoula's cabin...
9: Hmm. Hmm, let me see here. Existence after death, hmm. The physical body is composed of earthly material and with death returns to earth. It's rather obvious. It? The second body, the astral, is composed of material of the planetary world. After a period of time, it also dies. The third body, known as the mental body, is composed of material of the sun. <laughs> Can exist after the death of the astral body. The fourth body is composed of material of the starry world. Not belonging to our solar system, there is nothing within this solar system that can destroy it. Huh, that's very nice. I like that. Unidentified
4: flying ships to starboard! Pirates? They've come to fire, Captain. Ready with the long guns! Look alive there, men! Oh there. a second ship to windward, closing fast! More pirates? Hold oh, sail dead into yonder thunderheads! We'll run for it! Yikes! Hold us to! Yeah! A third one! Hmm! <laughs> And she be flying the red flags of the bloody snark, brother. brothers? Snark, mm-hmm. brothers! Lord, I hate them, bloody snark, brothers. Bring her along for a broadside, will, my gosh, Bring her along for a broadside! Aye, aye! You there! Uh, me? Ah, oh, you. Plug up any holes we get from the old. I don't want to lose any sheep on
9: this. Aye! Yeah. aye. Capitan, if we cannot maneuver them as snarks, we still have a fighting chance for the Thunderheads there. Ah, give them a broad shot. Fire!
8: As the lightning flashes and the cannons roar, the rain comes pouring down. Watch out!
4: Break the hole in his side. The sheep's be escaping. What's this, me cargo flying off? Is raising the conversion flag, Where's the man responsible for letting go, me cargo? I think he's below,
9: Captain. I'm
4: going to break his back and stop him in that hole. We be the seven Star brothers. So what? We want to converse to you, Captain. You buffalo-brained lump! Ah, well, the captor be all available for comment, you prune-nosed mollusk! Ah, you tells them Sharky Snark wants to converse, you newt-drowned dingo! You can tell him yourself, you pronghorn scoop. Why, you whelpy, deciduous amicule! You turfy marmoset of fear in ah, my yes, sir, oh, so shut up! You. What do you want, you scurvy snarks? We want the one be known as planned. Calls itself Marshal chap. How much are you willing to pay for him? Pay? Arr, arr, arr. He cost me a Frombok, numerous damages to me ship, a cargo of sheep. I expect some compensation for his hide. Compensation? Arr, arr, arr. We'll be drifting near the Thunderheads, Captain. Aye, we'll give them fronders and scoot for cover. I knows your wicked pirate queen. She'll pay a plenty for his hide. Make your offer.
9: Sixty gold
4: ducky! Duckets, you fool!
9: Duckett!
4: He cost over fifteen hundred in damages, he rots! It'll buy us time, Captain. We'll on, those. All right, he's yours! Stand by, for Ford! No, you don't! We'll send him!
9: We could catapult him.
4: We'll catapult him!
9: What if you miss us?
4: We sends him, you catch him! All right, but no funny stuff.
6: The catapult is made ready. Jack is seated in a chair attached to the flip end of the catapult.
8: Rank her down!
6: She'll
9: skin me alive.
8: Dr. Mazula has an idea.
6: I think I've
9: solved your problems of materialization.
8: What be the range? It must
4: be
9: hundred meter. It has to do with relaxation. It does?
8: Yeah. Dr. Mazula believes if you relax as though you're sitting in your overstuffed chair... You can go anywhere.
7: I'm going to be skinned. When you're in the air, just relax.
8: I think he's right, Jacko.
7: Well, what if he isn't?
4: Ready! Aye, aye! Ready to catch him! Ready! Relax. I'm trying. Hurry up! The cloud bank being gone for the snow, Captain. Catch him loose! <laughs> yeah. He's disappeared! What? That slimy swallow! All right, what you got to say about that? What I got to say? Fire!
6: And so, as the wiry captain makes his escape, Jack once again finds himself back in his living room.
7: It's morning. A lone chair <sighs> what did Missoula mean relax and you can go anywhere hmm I wonder
0: Bought from Pedro show. That's Jeanette. That was nice. Uh, Politano, Concrete Blonde, doing uh, Memory of a Liar. Before that, we had uh, Yensu uh, Dumiatresco with his Apogeum. It's quite a piece.
1: Cool, rainy day set.
0: Let's see what the cover... Oh, yeah, we got some rain. It's for 22 wind instruments and three groups of percussion. It's a Romanian cat. I got this record last night. It's a birthday present. Although, my birthday's not till Saturday, so it's a week early. From uh, Lyman of Listenship. Thank you, Lyman. Trippy piece. Yeah, we got rain here in Pedro. It's great. So don't be a tonta. <laughs> Drive safe. Before that, we had Class War, Mission to Burma, doing that Dill song from long ago. And uh, we started off the third hour with the third part of The Incredible Adventures of Jack Flanders. Jack jumping into the mind of a Fromborg, <laughs> Pirates. Our snark brothers, quite an adventure. Speaking of pirates, we're gonna play a band here called the Scallywags. And it's called The Ballad of Brown Duck Wat from Pedro Show. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa there, Stop. It stopped.
1: <laughs> it's the wizard. Just yeah, ignore that man behind the curtain.
0: I don't know what's wrong with the CD. Uh, all those things have. Is happen. that
1: the left side one?
0: No, it was the right side
1: one.
0: Oh, troubles. So, uh... We yeah, won't be able to hear the Ballad of the Brown Duck. Yeah, will we?
1: Hunter got him unexpectedly.
0: So, let's play, uh got to scramble here and improvise didn't expect that to happen we'll play uh the garage dogs and here's a song called girl what from pedro show
2: money Money for my music Give me money, I won't lose it Give me money for my song You know I play it for you all night long Give me money, baby, I'm a poor man I travel across this whole goddamn land Yeah Money cause I gamble i I'm sound.
0: From Pedro shows, uh, to make up for the Scallywags getting cut, argh, I played a little Johnny Thunders there, Heartbreakers, Pirate Love, <laughs> The Lost, <laughs> like the Pirate Love. <laughs> George used to laugh when he heard this song too. It is a funny song. Yeah. <laughs> so, What a captain of a pirate ship, Johnny Thunders. (laughs) Uh, For that we had uh, the CD was marked wrong so that wasn't girl, that was money by the Garage Dogs and uh, abbreviated version of Ballad of Brown Duck by Scallywags. Sorry about that Scallywags. Something wrong with CD. We only got a couple minutes out of a Ten-and-a-half-minute opus. Teaser. It's a teaser. So, um, yeah, thinking about Martin. He was a great guy. He's a funny cat. I remember we used to um, go to Zed, this record store in Long Beach, and we'd get some um, records just by you know this is old days of punk we hadn't heard of a lot of these bands and uh, so we'd pick a record just because of the cover or the name of the band or something and then we wouldn't listen to it till we got home and the weekend come and take a bunch of L and lose our brains <laughs> listening to this stuff God, I remember I think it was uh Essential Logic. Martin really liked Essential Logic. When Laura Logic quit X-Ray Specs, she started her own band, and she made this trippy album. They had sax. Maybe that's why I liked it, because he was a sax player. But man, it was for for the credits. They didn't put her vocals as vocal or singing. They put warbling, and that's the way she sang. She was so trippy. The music was really bizarre. That same night we heard Cabaret Voltaire's first album. I think it was called Cut Up or Mix Up or something. And it was insane. Spacey, dub, weird thing. Uh, no preconceptions, you know. We just let it tumble. And our minds were all laid naked by the chemicals. So it was quite experience and uh, God we went to so many gigs together spent a lot of time really sad that he had to leave but um, um, this show maybe is a memory of him not like all the songs were about him or something like Played a bunch of recordings that had him on and stuff. But uh, I've been thinking about him since I was told last night. A lot of my old friends, I, I think of time to time, you know, like where where they are now. and Then you hear news like that, and it's... Um, I guess as you get older, the odds are there's more folks like that. Yeah, it's going it, to happen Yeah, more. frequently, more frequently. You know, because uh, I mean it yeah. happens with young people too, but we we'll maybe get a little more uh, frail as we get older, and I was talking to him on the phone before the last tour and. God, he sounded in such good spirits. uh, So it's still kind of a shock to me. But um, maybe it's a lesson somewhere in that, where we just got to be intense in every moment and not take anything for granted. You don't know how long we got on the stage here. So, um, Brother Matt, thank you much for your assistance. Talia. Thank you for coming by. We're going to get this other turntable set up so you can do your okay. trips again. Yeah, get them out of storage. I'm getting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like get a. Oh yeah, your records are in storage. I'm getting them on Saturday. Oh great, mm-hmm. great. And then we're going to hook That's up a little shelf day. unit so you can have two of them here. Burrito day is Saturday. Yeah, Friday burrito day. You got to come. So Saturday. First in Alameda. Yeah, Saturday. What? Sorry. Yeah, yeah my birthday. Birthday. I had one birthday. Then this nightmare comes around every year. <laughs> and I start another lap around the sun. Okay. Uh, thanks again. December 14, 2003, edition of the WAP from Pedro Show. On its way out. Keep your powder dry.